What a wonderful note of praise to begin our 50th anniversary celebration. And what a wonderful thing it is to see each and every one of you here this morning as we focus on the goodness and the blessings of our Lord and Savior during the last 50 years. The theme of our celebrations is taken from Psalms 145, verse 4, which declares, One generation shall praise your works to another, and shall declare your mighty acts. And from that we have taken five decades of praise. I invite you now to bow with me as we speak to our Heavenly Father. Lord God, our Father, we thank you for this privilege that we have today as we begin this service today with our thoughts slanted around you and what you have accomplished through your faithful people these past 50 years. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege that we have to join together in worship and praise to your most holy name. And today, as we lift our hearts and voices to you, it is our prayer that it would be a sweet smell and savor in your sight. Bless all of those who would take part in our service today, and especially your word as it goes forth. Lord, touch our hearts, we pray today. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, everyone. Let me turn on my voice. Uh, let's give another hand for the choir. Wouldn't they be wonderful? One in great. Good to see them. As I saw them coming in, I thought of the words that Jesus said about the preacher. He says, when you go uh, to teach about the kingdom, you go into the treasure chest of God's word and you bring out the old and the new. But well, we got the old and the new. Amen. And that's a treasure chest. So we thank God for that. It's very fitting that we begin this time of celebration with observing the Lord's Supper. This is an event that the Lord Jesus Christ himself instituted and commanded us to be involved in. So it is tremendous privilege for us to do that today. And we begin our time off in observing the Lord's Supper. We always, we always like to explain that the Lord's Supper is for the Lord's people, meaning that it is a means of the Lord's people demonstrating in a public way that they have placed their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, in his death and his resurrection, and that they are only resting upon his finished work and his person as the basis for their salvation. And so if you have never received Christ as your Savior, we ask you to take this opportunity right now before we participate to do that. And the Bible is very clear concerning why and how to do it. 
Why we should do it is because we're sinners. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It says that the wages or the salary of death, uh, I'm sorry, of sin is death, which means separation from God. But God loved this so much, he sent his son to bear the penalty, to pay the debt that was due to us on the cross of Calvary. And God validated accepting his death on our behalf by raising Jesus Christ from the dead. And this morning, if you place your faith in him as your savior, you can become a child of God. And you can participate in this observance knowing that you will be telling the truth, proclaiming the truth, that you are trusting in the blood and the resurrection of Jesus Christ as your personal savior. So we trust you will do that. Now we're going to give you a a few moments for meditation, but please listen as I read the instructions from the Word of God that was given specifically to Paul for this specific time. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 says, I receive from the Lord that which I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. And so a man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord eats and drinks judgment upon himself. And so we are going to give you a few moments now of quiet reflection and meditation and bear your hearts before the Lord, remembering this wonderful promise that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Please, beloved, remember this. These instructions, this examination is not to prevent us from observing the Lord's Supper, but it is designed to enable us to do so. So take a few moments now, quiet reflection, as we bear our hearts before God, remembering the promise that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Father, we thank you that even though we reflect upon the cross with sadness and with solemnity, we also do we do so also with rejoicing because we know that Jesus Christ is not on the cross today. But rather three days later he was raised and he's now seated at your right hand in glory. And we expect his return any day. And he has given us this observance to do until he comes. We pray that your Holy Spirit then would cause in us now to reflect upon him and look upon the cross as it were and see the very dying form of one who suffered there for me, for us. And all of God's people said,
please remain in a attitude of prayer and worship now as the men come forward who will serve the elements. We as believers gather this morning in anticipation of also worshiping the Lamb one day forever. And it's because of what His sacrifice has accomplished for us that we can look forward to that day around His throne forever worshiping, declaring this song of the ages that worthy is the Lamb that was slain.
thank you for your love, Lord. Amen. As the men return to the front, if you were overlooked and would like to participate in the Lord's Supper, just indicate by raising a hand as they return to the front with the elements. forever grateful for what you have done for us and as we take the bread that reminds us of the horrific way that you offered yourself on Calvary's altar for us may we reflect on the very dying form of one who suffered and bled for us we thank you father for the opportunity to take the bread and partake of it and remember what he has done for us be pleased now to accept our offering. In Jesus' name, amen.
Yes, and we are reminded as we hold this bread in our hands of the body of Jesus, our Savior, who was bruised for us. So let us eat this bread with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we are grateful once again for this opportunity to come before this table and remember your death, the shedding of your blood. We give you thanks, Lord, as we take this cup and we remain always grateful for this ultimate sacrifice at Calvary. Thank you, Lord, because we take this cup because we don't deserve your grace. We thank you. We give you thanks for all your blessings upon us, particularly in these past 50 years. In it, in it, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. What a Savior that would shed his precious blood that we might have new life, new life in Christ. Let us drink from the cup together. We continue in our worship as we are privileged now to give back to the Lord as he has prospered us. Those with the um, coins that we have been collecting, the coins for Christ, you can do that later in the office, but we will be receiving now our regular church offering, shall we pray. Lord Jesus, you gave yourself that we might have life eternal. We come to you today through the Father who has made it possible. You have made it possible that we can come to the Father and call him our Father. You have blessed Calvary Bible Church over these past 50 years. And Lord, we know that you will continue to bless us as your, as your people are faithful and being obedient to your word. And so we come today with grateful and thankful hearts and we come bringing our gifts and our offerings to you, Lord. And we ask that they may be used in the extension of your kingdom. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
just of a few upcoming events as we celebrate our 50th anniversary. Tonight, we are showing a video with an interview from three 
of the founding members of Calvary Bible Church. I tell you, you don't want to miss it. You will hear firsthand of what exciting things happened back then, 50 years ago. This coming Saturday, September the 8th, will be a fun run walk, and we will assemble at the Irvish Auditorium at 6.30 a.m. Breakfast is included in the cost of the run walk with a t-shirt. If you have not signed up yet, please see one of the community members after the church service today. And on the 15th of the month, a week from this coming Saturday, will be our family fun day at the Adventure Learning Center. The food is free, and so I trust to see all of you there. And of course, on the 16th of the month will be our special anniversary service. Now I'm going to invite my wife if she will join me at this time. Good morning. Today um, and each Sunday um, this month, we will be dedicating this portion of the service to recognize the hard work and faithful service provided by over the 50 years by our members. Today, we will honor four ministries. Awana. The Awana ministry started in 1973 under the leadership of Sister Catherine Cole, our then pastor's wife, and with the assistance of my wife, Barbara Sawyer. Today, the Awana commander is our Sister Audrey Farrington. Sister Audrey, would you stand, please? And remain standing, please. And I would ask all of the Awana leaders, you're currently serving in Awana, would you two stand? I'd also like to recognize all of those folks who have served in the Awana since its inception in 1973. Would you stand, please? Thank you. The Christian Counseling Center, started by Pastor Russell in 1985, and then Pastor Frederick Arnett joined and became the Director of Counseling Services at the Center in 1986. Pastor Arnett, would you stand? And all those 
who serve at the Christian Council in Santo, whether full-time or voluntary. Would you stand, please? Thank you. And then we have the Deaf Ministry, started by Melanie Lebowski and Michelle Ferguson in 1998. Am I right? 97. 87. I'm getting old. 1987. Melanie and Michelle, would you stand, please? And the rest of the leaders who now help in the deaf ministry, would you stand, please? And if there are any others who have served previously, if you're here, would you stand so we may recognize you? Last today, but not least, is the Care Kitchen, started in 1999 by Brother Kenny and Sister Jan Sawyer. Would you stand, please? And would all those who serve in our Care Kitchen please stand? Lord for each of you and thank you for your faithful service to our Lord. May he continue to bless and use you in your ministries. The certificates for each of these ministries are not available as yet, but they will be available very shortly and we would ask you to see your ministry leader where you may be able to get your certificate. Thank you.
I wanted to go outside. I don't know why. <clears throat> I was here when this all put together. I was sitting there thinking when he said 50 years. I said, yeah, I was just 20 when we were pouring concrete and working around this building and just looking at it as a skeleton. And here it is, 50 years in existence. What a joy to see it continuing. I trust this song will be a blessing to you. Hear the cries of the shackles from the onset of time For the chains of defeat There's no key See the tears of the broken The cries of the slaves is there no one worthy to set us free? Yes, he is. 
Anniversary Calvary Bible Church. Amen? Let's give Calvary Bible Church a hand. Fifty years of ministry, fifty years of God's blessing. As we were thinking about the theme, my mind went right to this Psalm 145 because it focuses on God's goodness. Listen to what it says I will exalt you, my God and King. And praise your name forever and ever. I will praise you every day. Yes, I will praise you forever. There's a determination here in the heart and mind of the psalmist to praise God on an ongoing basis. And this is what we are determined to do in this month as well. To exalt our God and our King and to praise his name from one generation to another. We are determined to do the same thing that the psalmist did here. Now when it says his name, we praise his name, does it just simply mean God or Yahweh or Jehovah or not? His name has to do with his character, his person, who he is, what he has done. Everything is wrapped up into that. It has to do with God's reputation. And so he says, I will exalt you, my God and King, and praise for who you are, what you've done, what you stand for. And that's what we will be doing as well. So this psalm is a prayer, it's a psalm of thanksgiving on the part of David. And it provides, as I said, the background and the atmosphere, I hope, for our 50th anniversary celebration. Notice what it says in verse 4. Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. So the psalmist is concerned that praise and worship of God continues from one generation to another. And the only way that could be done is if the present generation does it. And so we want to emphasize that throughout these celebrations this coming month. Now to do this and to be true as much as we can to the psalm, we're going to substitute decade for generation. So we are five decades of recipients of God's greatness here at Calvary Bible Church. We, are, we represent five decades of God's greatness, his mighty acts, his wonderful miracles, and awe-inspiring deeds. All of these are described in this psalm. 
And so our objective during this time of celebration will be, as the psalmist says, to meditate upon the splendor of the person of our God and the proclamation of his power over the past half century here at Calvary Bible Church. And we want to do so with joy as we sing and testify about his wonderful goodness toward members of the incredible body of Christ here at Calvary Bible Church. And so each decade of members will have an opportunity to share God's special blessing and work in and through them during their specific generation or, gener- or decade, rather. Listen to what the psalmist says again in verse, four, in verse 5. I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue. I will proclaim your greatness. My prayer is that we will see this demonstrated by those who represent the five decades of ministry here at Calvary Bible Church. And it talks about God's greatness. God's greatness is unique. God's greatness is not like the great people of the day. We have a lot of great people today. We have a great evangelist, Billy Graham. We have a great Bible teacher, Chuck Swindoll, uh, Stanley, and so on. We have also people who are great in their sports. We have the fellow from Jamaica, Bolt, right? Bolt. He's the fastest man alive, they say. We have a great swimmer in Phelps. Phillips? Phelps? Phelps. He's a great swimmer. We have a great gymnast in that little girl, Abby, right? Gabby, Gabby. Well, I know Abby somewhere. Just miss her the G. Gabby, Gabby. But now, they are only great in their particular area. You put Bolt on that four-inch bar, he wouldn't be so great. You put Gabby in the track, she won't be so great. Isn't that right? You put Felb on that four-inch bar, nothing. They wouldn't be great there. They're only great in their specific area. But God's greatness is different. God is great in every area, every sphere of our existence. No matter where it is, he's great. That's why I love the song that Tillman sings sometimes. He is what? He's the greatest. How's that go? Where's Tillman? How'd that go, Tillman? The greatest. He's the greatest of the great or the great of the greatest. Something like that. He is the greatest of the greatest. Not only the greatest of the great. There's no one who is greater than our God. Amen? And this is the one who has placed his good hand of blessing and power upon the ministry that was started by Earl Reach and Vile Reach 50 years ago. It was because of the greatness of our God. Amen? Now, let us also be reminded of the fact that uh, his greatness is not only for a short period of time. In the next 50 years, I doubt if we remember who Bolt is or even who Gabby is. You know, we'll say, Gabby who? Gabby Hayes, remember Roy Rogers and Gabby? Maybe that's who you're talking about. We forget the great of men. Isn't that right? We forget them. But God does not want his greatness to be forgotten. That's why he exhorts us in this psalm to praise his greatness from ever, forever and ever, and to pass it on from one generation to another. Now listen at verse 7. 
Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. And every one of you here, each one of you who has been involved in this ministry from the beginning, you have a story. You have a story to tell of the greatness of God. And we want to hear that story in this coming month. Because that's the way God's greatness is going to be carried on from one decade to another, from one generation to another. Verse 8. Notice, let me finish verse 7. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They will sing with joy about your righteousness. That's people who want to see more singing. Wasn't singing great today? It's going to get greater and greater, gooder and greater as we go on. Notice again, the Lord is gracious and merciful. We have a lot of things to thank God for. Not only his greatness, but also his grace, his mercy, and his patience. Slow to anger and great in loving kindness. All of us, and I mean that, is no one who is not here, who is here today uh, who can say that it was, I'm, I'm here on my own merit. You are here because of the patience of God towards you. If God would exercise his wrath towards us as we deserve, none of us would be here. Amen? Right now, God might be speaking to you here in love, but you have not responded to him. You've still turned away from him. And many times he has to turn the screws up a little bit for us to hear him. Isn't that right? But he is patient, not willing that any should perish. In fact, Peter tells us the only reason or one of the reasons why Jesus isn't here now is because he's waiting for one of you to be saved. One of you to place faith in Jesus Christ. And I trust you might do that today. Notice verse 9. The Lord is good. Isn't he good? Like we say, the Lord is good, and then you say, all the time. And his mercies are over all his works. All your works shall give thanks to you, O God, O Lord. And your godly ones shall bless you. You are the ones the psalmist is talking about. Those who place faith in Jesus Christ. You the godly ones. And you are the ones who are to bless him and to praise him and to honor him during these, uh, these uh, days ahead. Verse 11. This is what his godly ones are to do. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power. Notice that. Speak and talk. The redeemed of the Lord must say so, whom he has redeemed from the Lord, from the, from the enemy. Amen? And we're going to give you an opportunity for that. To make known to the sons of men your mighty acts or mighty deeds and the glory of the majesty of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. That's why he wants his godly ones to praise him forever and ever throughout all generations because his kingdom, his dominion endures throughout generations. Now jump down to the last verse because of time. My mouth will speak the praises of the Lord. Notice that. My mouth will speak the praises of the Lord and all flesh will bless his holy name forever and forever. And beloved, that's what we want to do today and in the days ahead as we celebrate the 50th anniversary of Calvary Bible Church. We want to speak the praise of the Lord and we want to bless his holy name. We want this entire time of celebration to be one that is filled with joy, praise, song, and laughter, and thanksgiving that will cause us to truly worship our glorious triune God in spirit and in truth. 
Now, as the young people would say, in other words, during this time, we want you to get down when you come to celebrating. Amen. I was looking at uh, the quartet just now, and I saw Billy, Billy raising his hand. I don't think I ever saw Billy do that when he was here. So he got a little freedom, I guess, with Billy when he left here, because, you know, we are known for us being rigid and all of that. And I saw Steve trying to do it. Steve did like this. <laughs> did you notice that? Billy Ray up here. Steve like this. You see? So we got to get Steve a little freedom, right? So he could start raising his hand as well. Amen? So this speaking forth the praise and glory of God will serve as both a blessed seal to the past and a launching pad to the future as we lay a holy foundation for future generations who will continue to build upon this glorious heritage began by Pastor Earl and Mrs. Weech. And so although we praise and thank God for the numerous individuals who have contributed to building this ministry over the past five generations, some will be honored during our celebration, but our primary focus will be upon the one who truly built Calvary Bible Church, the one whom we extol, our God, our King, the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He is the one. He is the one God in three persons whom we desire to see all future generations of Calvaryites praise and say forever, great is our Lord. Amen? Our God is an awesome God. And we want to magnify and praise him and to demonstrate that awesomeness in this month. So, this is what we will be doing this entire month. Giving opportunity to each member of each decade to praise God for the mighty acts he has done in their life because of the impact of Calvary Bible Church upon them in one way or another. And we're going to begin that right now. We have microphones that are able, set up in different parts of the sanctuary. What I want you to do is I want you to stand as a member of the redeemed of Calvary. And as David exhorts us elsewhere, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. So now listen carefully because I'm going to give you some complex instructions. Not really. If you were saved, discipled, encouraged or blessed in any way by the ministry of Pastor and Mrs. Earl Reach, I want you to please stand up, stand to your feet and declare that blessing. But although I know it's going to be difficult, I want you to do two things when you do this. First, be brief. And second, begin your statement by saying this, I praise God for... Let's begin by praising God rather than man. Amen. I praise God for, then you fill in the blanks. You may say something like this. I praise God for using Pastor Reach to lead me to Christ. Or I, page, or I praise God for his evangelistic zeal. Or I praise God for enabling Sister Reach to produce the old ship of Zion because I was saved through that ministry. You get the idea? Now, that's how I want you to do it if you don't mind. Now, we're going to call this period an alphabet of praise. This psalm, Psalm 145, was written in a unique, in a unique, unique way, so we want to have a unique way of giving our testimony. It was written in an acrostic or alphabetical fashion in Hebrew. In other words, for each of the verses, 
we have is 22. It began with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Dalet, and so on. That's how it have 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And each verse starts with an alphabet, letter of the alphabet. So that's what we're going to do here in order to be true to the psalm as much as possible. Here's what I want you to do. Please bear with me. I'm an old man now, so you could, you know. All those of you who were here in the first decade of this ministry, please stand. First decade from the first beginning of the church. All right, let's look around. Let's give them a hand. Now, don't, don't sit yet. Don't sit yet. Because you're the ones now who I want to begin this alphabet of praise. Now, whose name begins with A? Your name begins with A? Or, that's your last name, Oswald. Okay. You give your testimony. Then who is with B? Anybody with B? All right. C. And then you go right on. Okay. Now, remember, real beef. A. I thank God for the ministry of Calvary Bible Church. I praise God for its influence on my life. I got saved here uh, 48 and a half years ago. Amen. Through the influence of Pastor Weech befriending me and showing a friendship to me and ministering and, and witnessing to me. Well, we had a lot of great men here. We had J.C. Thompson, Rita Roberts, Edison Pinder's father, Brian Marie's father. We had a lot of great men that influenced... You'll be talking about them as we go on. Right. A lot of these great men influenced my life, and I thank God for every one of them. Amen. B. Over there. I want to thank God for the ministry of this church and the pastor, Rish and Sister Rish. I came... I was here 48 years ago. I, I was here 48 years. And what I really want to thank God for is... When I brought my children here, my eldest boy, Evan, was only was two years old. And on his eighth birthday, for the wish preached from that pulpit, and that, this one. Me- that message was so great, my eight-year-old son went up and accepted Christ as his personal Savior. Amen. Brother Wish told me, he said, I do know. This boy is going to be a pastor someday. I said, Brother Rich, he's only eight. He said, don't worry about it. He is going to be a pastor. And now he is the pastor of one of the largest church in Tampa. That's he's Evan, right? That's Evan Burroughs. That's Evan. Evan God be the glory. <clears throat> Amen. See, down here. Yeah, right there. Right there to Sally. I thank God for the Bible Church. And also thank God for brother and sister each. At my young age, I always put my trust in God. And Pastor Beach and Sister Beach was my mentor. And Sister Beach, right now, I told a couple of weeks ago before she left to go to states that I want to be just like her when I grow up. Amen. amen. <laughs> All right. D. No D's. E. F. G. Now, I don't go too far because I forget the rest of the alphabet. <laughs> I came here, I was saved when I came here, but grew in the Lord under Brother Weech's ministry. And I thank God for his vision to come and to begin a ministry under the Lord's direction. 
For me, a highlight was when we were in a tent. It's hard to imagine on the side of uh, Bahamas bus and truck, a big white tent that you would see in a circus. But God met us in that tent, and it was great, great time. And I praise God for all that's continuing here and that it will continue until Jesus comes. Amen, amen. Now, I was going to start off with uh, Brother Alan Albury, but you'll be hearing a lot from him tonight in the video talking about some of the things that our brother just mentioned. All right, G.H., who's next? Now, I think this lady... Um, you don't know what is listening to me, <clears throat> as usual. Like everybody else, I thank God for the ministry of Brother Reach and Sister Reach. Um, they were great inspiration to me through the difficult times of my life, and they brought me through with Jesus Christ. And here I am today, um, still serving Him. Amen. Thank you, Dave. Let's come back down here, please. These ladies were standing up here. Any mics? Hey, good, good run there, good run. You'll be the next bolt. You'll be the next bolt. I thank God for his goodness, and um, I was attending Calvary Bible 48 years um, under Pastor... 48 years? Yes. Pastor Reach. Amen. I thank you for his goodness. Amen. Okay. Go ahead. I'm not sure that that name is Good morning. Spoken. I'd just like to say I thank the Lord for a church like Calvary Bible. I've been attending Calvary Bible off and on from when I was eight years old, coming from Spanish Wells here to Nassau. And I'm so thankful that Pastor Weish and Sister Weish, they uh, had a great influence in my life. And I'd just like to say thank you. Amen. Thank you. All right, lady over there. I thank the Lord for Calvary Bible Church. My husband and I have always been a part of it. And my family, they helped to build the church. My dad, my brothers, we were all there. And my prayer is that it would continue to grow and many people will come to know the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Right. Okay. Hi. My name is Rochelle Archer. Um, I've been coming here since I was, I think my sister, Two years old. <laughs> so I can't say too much about um, when I was younger. But um, I appreciate them and appreciate the church. Um, um, my, my family is the Hudsons and the Archers. Well, um, I thank God for the church and everything because they prayed for me when I was sick and they're still, in praying, still praying for me. Amen. Okay? 
Amen. Let me give the, the microphone to my sister. Okay. Yeah, we began, we came to the second service, really. We came in on holiday. And because my, my family attended this church, we came here. But I first got to know the Reaches through the radio program. And I was always impressed because they always gave you a chance to accept Christ as your Savior. And to me, that was the most outstanding thing in my life. Amen. Amen. Okay, quickly. Thank you. I thank God for Calvary Bible Church, and especially for Brother and Sister Weech. They had a big part in my life, so many good memories. And it was through Brother Weech that I came to know the Lord. And my family has been a big part of Calvary Bible Church, too. Amen. Amen. Okay. I thank God for, for Calvary Bible Church and Pastor and Sister Weech, who were here from the beginning. I remember them as um, a small child. I wouldn't tell you exactly my age, but I am Wilfred Jack's oldest sister. Okay. Older sister. And I was the first to actually come here, um, being invited and brought along as a small child by one of the original members of the choir. And I don't remember her name. My father remembers, used to remember her vividly. Um, through Pastor and Sister Weish, we grew as a family. I remember Pastor and Sister Weish actually coming to our home in Bridgen Park and doing the initial dedication of our home. And as, the, as a small child then, I remember Sister Weish with the high heels, and I always admired that about her. <laughs> Through the years, um, we have grown um, as a family, and we take this church as our real family. Remember times, um, I see Staria sat down, but Staria and I, and Rochelle and I, and Bonnie, we were all little girls in Sunday school together, and those were the fondest memories that I have of childhood. Amen. And um, my family really grew spiritually, and grew with this church. We have since, in these recent days, um, found this church to be a strength, a foundation of strength in the hard times that we have been going through. So I thank God always, even in my quiet way. Amen. Amen. Okay, quickly, over here. Somebody come up here. Mike, would you come up here to the, to the choir too, quickly? Okay, thanks unto the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. I thank God for Calvary Bible Church. The 50 years I were a member of this church, and I feel so happy that God had spared my life to be able to see the 50th anniversary of Calvary Bible Church. I can remember the time when we had to wake out in the yard and put up the the tents or the umbrellas to worship God. And uh, I don't know of anything else that I am so happy that I can speak about than to know that God is good and his mercy endureth forever. I was saved under um, Reverend Wished, and I can say over the last 60 years, 
I have been serving the Lord and my intention is to keep on serving God forever and ever. God bless. Amen. Amen. Carl over there. Praise God. I came here as a young Christian and I received much guidance from Pastor Weish and um, Sister Weish. They, they were really a blessing to me. I remember some of the services over at um, Pender Simon Eisen when Pastor Weish was really not feeling well and he spoke to us on the intercom from upstairs. Um, I attended the first service over there and um, I don't really have any intention of going anywhere else at this point. Amen. Amen. I, I want to remind the friends here too that Pastor Weish was a current man. Thank you. <laughs> Diane, go Diane. Good morning. I remember that Sunday night that we came uh, into the, the showroom of Brother Frank Binder's Bahamas Bus and Truck. It was a wonderful night for us because we didn't know really how many people would be coming. And as it got closer to the time that church was starting, we realized that we were going to have a full house. And God had blessed the ministry ever since then. And I thank him that he has given me uh, a talent that I can use in this ministry. Thank you. I understand that Diane and George were the first ones to be married here. Is that right? Right. And Rosina Smith was the first one to be dedicated here, I understand. That's some of the firsts, okay? All right. Go ahead, please. Oh, okay. Go ahead then, Brother Hannah. Yes. Um, I'd like to thank the Lord for the the uh, encouragement, the spiritual help that myself and my family received from this church. Um, I was an Anglican for uh, any number of years, but um, my wife and I, we were attracted to this church as a result of the early Sunday morning broadcast. And in addition to that, we had many friends who attended this church. And as a result, we decided that we must try Calvary Bible Church. And uh, I can state here this morning that this is one of the best decisions um, I have ever made. My children, they all grew up 
in this church. And uh, I can say this morning that as a result of the teaching and the environment of this church, we have all been saved. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Be brief now, no long story. I praise God for the wishes and for Calvary Bible Church. And my first experience at Calvary Bible Church was when it was in the Pindus Simonizing business. A friend of ours, Melba Minnis, used to take my sister and I with her to church services, to Sunday school, and also to church services in the tent. And when they moved to Sandoville, we had Sunday school under the almond tree. As we lived right, on, right down in Sandoville, our regular church was Bethel Baptist Church, but sometimes I was too far, so we just kept coming here for quite a while. So I just thank God for those early experiences, for the wonderful Sunday school teachers, and of course, for Pastor um, Risha's messages. Amen. Thank you. Anyone else? Yes. <laughs> I praise God for the wishes. Um, going far back as when I was about a year and a half, um, being underneath the tent, this ministry has truly been a tremendous blessing in my life and the life of my family. Um, the Sunday school was awesome. You cannot begin to say how great God has been in the body of Christ within the church. Continue to do the work for what God has called us to do and to know that one day our blessings will come forth when we meet in glory. Amen. Amen. I thank the Lord for Pastor and Sister Weish. Um, it was when he left Evangelistic Temple, Eleanor was involved with, um, with the church and with the choir. And so she followed him. And of course, I was, I was after her at that time. So, <laughs> so that's what brought me here. And I remember, I remember in the tent, I, I was under conviction then. And in the tent, uh, one night, Pastor Weish came to the front of the tent and he said to me, um, he said, you know, you should accept the Lord. And I wasn't quite ready then. I was always a good boy and, you know, grew up, grew up with a Christian mother. But um, it wasn't until he planted the seed. And it was during that time, short time, that someone else led me to the Lord. And then Pastor Weish married us both. I thank God for Pastor Weish and Sister Weish. My parents were married here. I like to say I was born here. I was actually dedicated here. I was one of the first ones to use the nursery. Now I'm helping in the nursery. I was married here. My kids were dedicated here. And if God doesn't come first... I'll go to glory from here, because I don't intend on going nowhere else. I love this church, this ministry. This is where I belong. I can truly say I thank the Lord for the wishes. I got saved under Brother Wishes' ministry, 
I joined the choir like maybe two weeks after I came to the church. And I can truly say that they were good people and good friends. And I was very much encouraged by them. And I have been here now for 50 years. I know I don't look it. (laughs) But I have been in this church, Calvary Bible Church, for 50 years. And it is my intent to remain here and do what service I can for the Lord. Amen. I was saved under Brother Weech in the tent down at um, Pinder Simonizing, and I've grown here. Kenny and I were married. The two boys were dedicated, and this will be my home forever. Thank you. Amen. You'll have some more opportunities as time goes on, but next time, tonight, begin, we begin with decade number two. So be prepared for those of you who are in that area. Now, I will praise God, too, that Pastor Weish chose Lee's Carpet Craft to buy the carpet from the dedication. <laughs> That's right. All right. We're going to bring this part to a close right now, but I believe we can truthfully say that the things that... Pastor Weish and Sister Violet Weish was known for evangelism and music. Amen? Would you agree with that? That's where their strong points. Evangelism and music. Now, what we want to try to do <clears throat> in each of these presentations is to try to get some challenges from the past to carry on to the future. And so I see as our challenge now to renew and to revive the evangelistic zeal and the music uh, Uh, emphasis at Calvary Bible Church. Calvary has been known as the singing church. Amen? We want to make sure that that goes on from one generation to a generation. So we have some challenges, though, to do that. In order for that to happen, we need individuals who commit themselves to those ministries. For instance, take evangelism. I've been praying and looking for someone who would lead the evangelism ministry here at Calvary Bible Church. And so if you are interested in that area of ministry, Please, let us know. In fact, I ask you to commit yourself to that ministry today if you are interested in it. Evangelism, if you have a heart for evangelism and you're willing to work, we would like to have you involved in this ministry. That's a challenge from the past with Pastor, Pastor Earl Weish, the evangelistic zeal. Then Sister Weish with the music zeal. I don't think anyone will ever forget the old ship of Zion. Amen. So many hundreds and even thousands were blessed through that. And so we want to carry the music ministry on as well. And again, we need help here. Uh, look at that people, look at the choir right now. We don't have that many right now in our choir. So if you're interested in carrying on the music ministry of Calvary Bible Church that was started by Sister Weesh, please become a part of it. Let us know. Be involved. Amen? Uh, so this could go on from one generation to another. And we'll be choosing challenges from the past from each of these decades to see if we can carry it on in the generations ahead and so we appreciate your involvement and pray that you might continue now come out tonight you're going to hear a lot of the things that were spoken about but the tent meeting in the simonizing place and all of that uh we're going to be interviewing sister weesh um alan albury and brother 
Frankie Pinder. They're the ones who were there at the beginning, and we're going to have them sharing about the beginning of the ministry. Young people especially, if you want to know a little bit about how Calvary started, please come out tonight. See this so you could become involved in this and become a part of the generations that will go on praising the Lord for the ministry at Calvary Bible Church. Amen. Next Lord's Day, uh, we're going to have a fiery preacher. That means I'm not preaching, right? <laughs> we are so thankful to have with us today, uh, Brother Johnson, Brother Donnie Johnson. He is going to be our speaker for next Lord's Day. So let's continue to pray for him and begin to pray for him now that this would be a blessing. Amen? Let's stand then as we have our closing prayer. Um, now we're going to have a closing hymn as well. Uh, and we'll do that after that because this, uh, this is the first Sunday of the month we receive our benevolent offering. So the offering will come around as well.
Shall we pray? Yes, our Father, we thank you as we have recalled your many blessings, especially as you have worked in Pastor and Sister Week's life. We praise you for those today who have testified of their faithfulness and their blessings upon their lives. And now as we leave this place, and as we go into our homes, Lord, prepare us that we will come again this evening, again, to celebrate you who has done these mighty works these 50 years. Bless us now, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.